Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Is it time? Let's do this. It's time for Real Golf Radio, the longest-running nationally syndicated golf show in the country. With insights and experience of professional golfer Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper, and the passion and, uh, well, fun of Brian Taylor. Nice. Here they are, the hosts of Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob. Hey there, welcome to another edition of Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor alongside Bob Casper. Thanks so much for being with us. Uh, just a reminder, you can hit us up on Twitter, at Real Golf, as well as our other social media handles. Just search Real Golf Radio on Instagram, Facebook, and a new website coming soon. We're excited. Uh, about time we updated the old one. It's been long in need of some uh, refreshing, if you will. So that's coming, and you'll be able to find out all the places that you can uh, listen to the show via podcast and otherwise on the new Real Golf Radio. Radio.com coming soon. Bob, uh, it's been a fun week this week. U.S. Open preview at Torrey mm-hmm. Pines PGA Championship month. Hey, it's May PGA Championship. Do we call this Glory's second shot? Is that what we're we're calling it now? Since it's the it's second major, not the last shot. <laughs> I never did like that moniker. So uh, the fact that they moved up into this, the May slot, I think, is. It feels right. It was weird at first, but it feels right. So we go from Players' Championship in March to the Masters in April. May's the PGA Championship. June hosts the U.S. Open. And then go across the pond there in July for the Open Championship and come back home and let's kick off the FedEx Cup playoffs in August. And then, you know, the biannual matches, either Presidents or Ryder Cups there in September. So it is from, you know, March through September, you've got a massive event, major event every single month, which is which is nice. Well, and that's great with the schedule and how they've planned it all out. You know, the the PGA Championship's going to be great this year, um playing at, at Kiwa Island and then the US Open of course at Torrey Pines and uh, Royal St. George's for the Open Championship. Those are the rest of the majors coming the rest of the year. It feels like all fresh except for Royal St. George's, which is essentially yeah. Uh, a holdover from 2020. Redo. Yeah. Redo. Uh, it, well, not even redo because they never did it. So it's, that's right. It's just <laughs> a continue. It's a, they, they, they did a stay or a continuation if, you know, whatever yes. terminology you want to go to. But yeah, Royal St. George's will host the Open Championship 
We do have a Ryder Cup again that was also postponed from last year to this year. I'm good with that because the more Ryder Cup years we have, the better, in my opinion. So we'll look forward to that one. We'll, we'll get into where the standings are at the moment because it's always good to look on both sides of the pond, especially as we come into the second major championship. But we've got a fun uh, show for you. We're going to welcome in Matt Janella, formerly of Sports Illustrated, formerly of Golf Digest, formerly of Golf Channel, and now he's got his fire pit collection, great buddy trips. It's the beginning of the summer. Travel's opening back up. You might want to hit the road with some buddy tri- on a buddy trip. We'll tell you about that. Plus, we're going to have a handicap discussion coming up in just a little bit as well. Beginning of competition season for a lot of clubs that are seasonal. Let's set the record straight. Keep things honest with handicaps. We're going to talk about it all coming up next right here on Real Golf Radio. For over two decades, First Tee has created experiences that build character. We believe every kid deserves to feel supported safe to try something new and to be prepared for what comes next we develop their swing but more importantly their inner strength because we know what's inside doesn't just count it changes the game come join us at first tee visit firsttee.org to get your highest performing tour ball you need to build it with the highest quality To get the highest quality, you need to pass more than 150 consistency checkpoints. And to guarantee your tour ball has a more centered core, you need unique 3D X-ray. That's why one tour ball is more centered than another. And it might not be who you'd think. ChromeSoft. This ball really does change everything. There are currently 2 million American spouses and children whose family member was killed or disabled in defense of our country, which is why I founded the Folds of Honor, providing educational scholarships to the families of 1% of the Americans who protect our freedom. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Please join our squadron today. Your $13 a month speaks volumes and changes lives forever. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. Those who know love heading to St. George, Utah for year-round fun, especially golf. But where to stay is always a challenge, and getting a tee time can be tough. What if there was a Scottsdale-style golf resort in St. George where you can stay and play? And what if you could own your own residence there? Well, now there is. Introducing Black Desert Resort at Entrada. The second and final chapter of the Entrada Vision offers a full community with exceptional amenities from residential villages, hiking trails through preserved lava flows, spa, world-class dining and shopping, and a Tom Weiskopf Championship Golf Course. It's literally an outdoor paradise that will strengthen family bonds and make lifelong memories. That's life at Black Desert. Find out how you can stake your claim at blackdesertresort.com blackdesertresort.com exclusive real estate opportunities are available now black desert resort at entrada unlike anything you've experienced before
Now, back to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper on Real Golf Radio. Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you here on Real Golf Radio, and this segment is brought to you by Callaway and the Chrome Soft family of golf balls. Check out the all-new Chrome Soft, Chrome Soft X, and now Chrome Soft X LS. By the way, I got my LSs in, Bob. Did you? I, yeah, I played a couple of rounds with them. I really like them. They uh, they fly great, and the response around the greens is really good into the greens. It's that little bit more of a hop and stop rather than the zip back, which, yeah. you know, when you're coming in with wedges, sometimes, you know, depending on the green conditions, they spin a little bit too much. So mm-hmm. I actually really like that. And the best thing you can do is go to the golf ball selector tool there at CallawayGolf.com, and it will walk you through the various options there and make sure you're familiarize yourself with it. So you get the right golf ball fit for your game. And if you do that, you'll definitely play better. Also got to mention, I was down at black desert resort this week, got a little update on the golf course, the new Tom Weiskopf championship course there in St. George, Utah. It is coming along. It's fantastic. I posted some stuff on my social media. If you want to check that out, but um, the 36 hole putting course, which I'm excited to talk more mm-hmm. with, uh, about with Matt Janella coming up here in the second hour, but this thing has got some more shaping to it. Now the rocks are in place that are going to be features on it. It's just lit up at night. It's, it's going to be so cool. Really excited. Definitely encourage you to check out blackdesertresort.com. Let me know if you have any questions or want to know more details, but you can see it there on the website at blackdesertresort.com. Really super exciting stuff. All right, Bob, uh, this week, Valspar PGA Tour returns to Florida. Uh, the infamous Snake Pit is yeah. uh, on display. Um, the, the players, again, a little, this is the first time they've played it this time of the year. Normally, this is something you would see in February um, or early March, but not in April coming into May. So um, kind, of, kind of a unique time, certainly a warmer climate. The story for me of the week so far has to be this gentleman, Michael Vasaki, who qualified for his first yeah. PGA Tour event with a Monday qualifier. I'm sure you saw the video, right? Yeah, and, you know, I, I can remember when I played Monday qualifiers, it was four spots normally. I, I'm pretty sure now it's only two spots. And so it gives you an opportunity for guys to go out and play on a Monday at a, at a select course, and you just try to go as low as you can. I remember one time I played in San Diego – I shot 66 in the morning and didn't make it. Wow. 66 in the morning and didn't make it into the San Diego Open. Um, So for this guy to get in, it was an emotional experience for him. And as he called family to tell everybody this was going to be his first start on the PGA Tour, he was sitting there crying on the phone and people are videotaping him and stuff. I thought it was like ultra cool. So I am... I am a sucker. I'm an emotional guy. I could cry uh, in some commercials. You know, I always tell you like the Budweiser <laughs> Clydesdales at Christmas time. You know, I'll get teared up. Uh, so I cry easily. But I am a real sucker for a big guy crying. Like <laughs> if a big guy cries, like I'm just I'm joining in. Just that the water works wrong. I'm thinking about it right now. My eyes are tearing up. So to see this big guy, and he's a big guy. He's a big guy. And you see yeah. him roll that putt in. <laughs> knowing that he made it and he just crying on his caddy's shoulders. And then he's telling his dad and his dad's like, that's so awesome. And he tries to talk and he can hardly talk, you know, um, seven years on the mini tour, tour uh, Tony Finau, he, shot, he tweeted out a little congratulations. And he said, seven yeah. years on the mini tour. That sounds like music to my ears. There's players out there, Bob, you, you did it. You yeah. lived it, but there's players yeah. out there that are successful right now on the PGA tour that can totally understand from firsthand experience 
what that feels like and what that means to finally reach a goal of playing an actual PGA Tour event after just grinding it out for so long. Yeah, it's it's a cool experience to play in a PGA Tour event, first of all, um, whether it's PGA Tour or Corn Ferry or whatever. But to get into your first PGA Tour event is like ultra cool. Another thing I can remember is going over to play in Asia. And you go over and you play for 12 weeks in a row. So you're over there three months and you're playing all over the all over the country, um, all over the different countries there in Asia. And you're not guaranteed to be able to play in every one of those. So if you don't if you miss the cut, you have to go to the next week and you have to qualify on Monday to be able to play in the tournament. Really? And yeah. And so, and if you, if you don't make it, then guess what? You move to the next week and you sit around and you practice and you do the things that you need to do to be able to get into the tournament for the next week. So, um, no matter where you play, whether it's in Asia, whether it's, you know, Cornberry tour qualifying, whether it's PGA tour qualifying, these guys that have played on many tours and I was one of them, um, it's a grind, it's a struggle. And for this guy to have, made it this far along through seven years of mini tours and that kind of thing and not given up. And here he gets his first start on the PGA tour. Ultra, ultra cool story. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, you should go to all the social media around the PGA tour. They've got it up there, but uh, congratulations, Michael Vasaki for making it into your first PGA tour event there at the Valspar. You know, Bob, you mentioned playing over there in Asia. The ladies are playing in Asia, the HSBC women's mm-hmm. champions in Singapore. Um, I, I didn't realize that you, um, that, that you weren't guaranteed to be on those in those events because yeah i mean that's a big commitment I, if i remember right you missed the birth of your daughter uh, you had to you had to well, phone was, in that right was the one time i played on the japanese tour and i had i had held my trip for a long long time and um and then i went over to play in asia for a couple of weeks took my brother charlie with me um ely calloway sponsored me to go over and play that's cool and um and i missed the birth of my second child my daughter uh lauren but yes, um, playing over in Asia is great. The Japanese tour was was awesome, um, and the ladies are playing in Singapore, probably the cleanest country I've ever been into in my life. Um, there are people sweeping the streets and the sidewalks um, as you're driving down the road. Uh, you can't chew gum in in Singapore because people spit it out, and then it goes on the street, and you can be put in jail for that. I mean, there's <laughs> a lot of strict rules. In in Singapore, when you when you get off the plane, you know, your 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 card that you fill out when you go into the country has a big stamp on it, says the penalty for drugs is death. Oh, Um, I mean, it's 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 really strict there. And um, but it's a beautiful country and it has some great golf courses. The course we played was right by the airport and the big jumbo jets and everything were flying right in over the golf course and landing right next to us. and it was, it's pretty cool there, yeah, Singapore. That, that's awesome. Uh, very cool. Great great context. Uh, be sure to check that. Uh, PGA Tour Champions back in action again uh, this week as well. Insperity Invitational uh, in Texas. Uh, U.S. Open uh, Media Day was this week as well. Torrey Pines going to play shorter than 2008. That's kind of unique. Normally you hear, hey, from you know, 12, 13 years ago, golf courses got to play longer because of distance and equipment and what happened. What have you? Not the case coming up in in June. No, they're going to play at about thirty or seventy three hundred yards. Um, of course, it's going to only have uh, two par fives. 
the golf course and uh, and it's going to play at a 70 par just like it did when Tiger won in 2008. Um, the other interesting change is that John Bodenhammer, the the executive director or or over uh, championships, yeah, for yeah, the USGA. of the championships, he basically said that the 14th hole um, had the ability to move up to 267 yards and make it a drivable par four. He said, "We're not going to mess with that. We're going to play the golf course as it is. The go- that hole will play 437 yards approximately, and it will play that distance." Um, every day. Yeah, and so he said, look, we're going to let Tory be Tory, play it as is, whatever the score is, that's the score. Bodenheimer continues to say that, um, but par seems to be still really good in the yep. U.S. Open, except for, of course, at Wingfoot, where Bryson DeChambeau went absolutely insane and uh, blew the... But he was the only one. Like, it was an outlier for yeah. sure. PGA Championship Month, it's May. Um, Glory's second shot, perhaps? I don't know. Uh, congrats to all the club pros who made it in as well, including our own Joe Summerhays here from Utah. And it should be noted, Ricky Fowler and John Catlin getting special exemptions into Kiowa. Ricky's still not in for the U.S. Open, missed the Masters as well, but he is in for the Open Championship at Royal St. George's, being that it was held over from last year. That's a look at some of the headlines and storylines this week. When we come back, we're going to talk handicaps. Might not be your favorite topic, but it's something you should pay attention to. And our our good friend Thomas Pagel from the USGA will give us some insights next right here on Real Golf Radio. Hotel Park City, along with the Spa and Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, are open. Parents were tired, forced into homeschooling, juggling work at home and kids at home. Well, Take a staycation and escape to Hotel Park City. The pool's open, fitness center, bandanas grill, Roost Chris, the spa, and the golf course. From suites and the cottages that offer private hot tubs on the balcony and three fireplaces, you got to get away. To Hotel Park City, call 435-940-5077. That's 435-940-5077 for reservations today. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried and Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms, an indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns, and Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some. Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. You might know Mountain Land Supply for its plumbing products, but did you know Mountain Land Supply also carries landscaping, irrigation supplies, and tools. They can help you design and calculate the exact feet of pipe, sprinkler heads, and nozzles to use for your yard. Using smartphone technology, you can even control your watering with state-of-the-art controllers. For all your landscaping needs, Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. 
This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through everything to put my concerns to rest and the day of the surgery was so easy really one of the simplest things I've gone through and it worked I could see instantly and 12 years later I haven't had any issues at all I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway well you know close to 300 yards anyway schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir Bruce and Boyd Summerhays Bob Casper and me oh and mention Real Golf Radio and you'll save a thousand dollars off your LASIK procedure do it now at Hoops vision.com now back to real golf radio talking golf back when 300 yard drives were big for real here's brian and bob all right, welcome back to the show. This segment brought to you in part by Callaway Golf, framing the future of speed with the new Callaway Epic Fairway Wood family featuring AI-designed velocity speed blades. Callaway has set the new bar for ball speed technology. Check it out at CallawayGolf.com. And uh, I'm excited for this next segment, Bob. We touched on it there just a minute ago. But, you know, with handicap uh, season underway, mm-hmm. golf clubs – you know, uh, men's associations around the country, they'll start playing these tournaments. And I've already played in a couple of them where handicaps are involved. And inevitably yeah. you find yourself playing in an event and you think you play some pretty good golf and somebody comes in with a net 58 or something like that, right? Or a net 56. And you're just mm-hmm. like, how even a net 62, how does that happen? Um, and then everybody wants to question the guy's integrity. So I don't think it's fully, <clears throat> Um, appropriate to always question, but I think it's important to understand how the handicap system works. First of all, a couple of statistics. According to an article that I was reading out of uh, the Chicago um, Golf Association, they said that you should hit your handicap as far as the differential between Uh what the course rating is, course handicap, and your handicap. You should hit that. You should shoot your handicap for that, your differential, one every four rounds. There you go. You should shoot um, more than four shots better than that differential, differential once a year. And you shouldn't shoot a net low 60s only once in a lifetime. So that, that's on average. Not, not every, that doesn't apply to every single golfer, and there are certainly right. Exce- right. exceptions. But I think those are some things to think about um, when, you, when you talk about handicaps. So I thought it would be appropriate that we go back. And again, at the beginning of 2020, we had Thomas Pagel from the USGA on to talk about the world handicap uh, that was just established at the beginning of 2020. Well, with everything that happened with COVID-19 that would follow just a couple months after our interview, really a month and a half after our interview, we felt it was appropriate. You know, that kind of got lost. So you've noticed some things have changed with your handicap. 
You know it's only using eight scores instead of ten. But how did this all come to be? What are some of the nuances? And what are some things that you need to remember and think about as we get into handicap season? So with that in mind, we we gone ahead and cut some of the interview that we did with Thomas Pagel. It's still very relevant, talking about how World Handicap came, came to be and some of the nuances. Here's Thomas Pagel. It's really a great thing for the game, the global game. Uh, if you look at where we were previously, there were six handicap authorities uh, throughout the world that were calculating handicaps, golf handicaps differently. You had the USGA system used in a big part of the world, but you had Golf Australia and Argentina and Congo, who oversees the UK, uh, the European Golf Association. And so what we were finding is as this world becomes increasingly borderless and people travel and they play more, you couldn't play equitably or fairly with counterparts from other parts of the world because all of our handicaps were done differently. Some of the systems only allowed for you to post tournament scores. Some of the systems were focused on a stable for or points-based format. And so, you know, in the U.S., if you were to go play from somebody from the U.K., you were going to get your clock cleaned because the handicaps were calculated differently. And so about seven years ago, uh, Mike Davis and Peter Dawson, who was then the uh, chief executive for the RNA, got together and said, let's, let's be uh, bold here and take on an initiative to try and create a system where we can have a single worldwide handicap system. And that's exactly what, what we've done. So it's been a journey. Uh, as you can imagine, taking six systems, which are all based on, on on specifications and algorithms and combining them into one is, is not an easy task, especially when you're dealing with different golfing cultures. Uh, but our team has done that. And so now, as of January 1st this year, we're excited that we've now launched the World Handicap System. Uh, we've implemented it immediately here in the U.S. And over the course of the next probably nine to ten months, you're going to see a rolling implementation throughout the world. And, and geez, at the end of this year, every single handicap uh, for every golfer around the globe will be calculated in the same way. So, again, can't keep it short, but it, this is a big deal for the game of golf. Well, and, and, and the USGA and the RNA, they're their governing rules of the, for golf um, throughout the world. And so for this to all come together, yeah, it's a big deal. It, it, you know, again, it was a it was a monumental effort. This is a space where at the USGA, our handicap system, we have a, over 100 years of experience. Uh, and sweat equity that's been put into that system. Um, and, and so certainly we didn't want to lose that or abandon that, but for the, for the betterment of the game, the best thing for the game was to try and develop a single system. And for all your listeners out there, I know we're going to get into what does this mean for me? The one thing I, I try and tell folks here in the U S is take some comfort. You are going to notice some changes, but the amount of change we're going to experience here in the U S is far less significant than what others will experience throughout the world. And what I mean by that is this world handicap system, it's primarily based on the system that we've been using here in the U.S. for over 100 years. Thomas Pagel, United States Golf Association, joining us here on Real Golf Radio. So let's start to get to the, some of the nitty-gritty. And I, I think that on your website, if you go to usga.org, um, and I believe it's just slash WHS, uh, will take Correct. you to the World Handicap System. And th- this little infographic, five things to know about the World Handicap System, I think that's a good place to start. There, there's other things that come off of that, but um, the the handicap index calculation is changing. I think that's something that we're – for me, I didn't ever under, completely understand slope, rating. I, I knew kind of that it related to the difficulty of the golf course and how that affected my handicap and on that particular course. But talk about how this uh, handicap index calculation, what, what are the changes in, under the new system? Yeah, this one, this is actually, for, for those of us that are not mathematicians by background, this is a, a fantastic change, right? So the old system, we used to take the best 10 of 20 scores or your score differentials, 
where you use the course handicap or course rating, slope rating, and you come up with a number. We take the best 10 of 20, but then we had what we call this bonus for excellence where we multiply it by 0.96. So it wasn't truly an average because we were taking a part or we, we were taking a good chunk of that away. Um, and now under the new system, it is truly a system where we're going to take the best eight of 20. So no longer 10, we're going to go with eight scores and we're just going to take the average of the differentials. Uh, so it becomes a little simpler. You don't have this additional, um, uh, calculation you have to go through. So at the, when, when you get your handicap revision and you see the little stars next to the, the scores, those are the scores that the eight scores out of the 20 that were used. And we're just taking an average of, of those. So it's a much simpler approach. Um, frankly, um, when, when you look at that output or, or that handicap index. All right. And it also, I like, the, is, is, was that, I assume that was intentional going from 10 to 8 so that it's a little bit more, um, relevant to your latest rounds. Also, uh, along with that, you're also going to see daily postings and daily updates and revisions to your handicap as opposed to the old twice a month, uh, situation, right? Uh, that, that's exactly right. Yeah. So, so back to the eight of 20. Yeah. I mean, it truly is reflective of your potential. That's what the handicap system is designed to capture. It's not, you know, what is your best score? What's your worst score? It's what's your potential as a golfer and, and eight of 20 does that. And I should have said the first time, you know, on January 1st, when, when folks woke up, they may have noticed their handicap index changed. Uh, for some people like myself, I didn't change at all. I had the same handicap index I did on January 1st using the eight of 10 as I did using or using eight of 20 as I did using 10 of 20 with the bonus of excellence. But there are folks that could change maybe by a stroke. Um, we're not seeing significant swings, but there, there are some folks that would have noticed that. Um, as it relates to the, the daily updates, again, this is uh, an attempt for, for the system to be more responsive before the system would update on the first and 15th. And so as you're posting rounds, they would sit there and you'd have to wait for them before your handicap would take effect. Now, if you go out and you post a score, you wake up the next day, your handicap's going to be updated. We're going to have daily revisions, so it's much more responsive, and you can you can watch your trend as a golfer happen more in real time than waiting those those two weeks. Well, the other thing I liked about it was, you know, on on any certain or specific day, um, the golf course could play totally different than than it did the day before under calm conditions or whatever. You might have windy weather, you know, tough conditions, and and that comes into effect to help out with with the handicap as well. Yeah, and th this one, Bob, this is really cool. So this is what we call our plain course conditions. And, and it's not, it's, it's a pretty conservative uh, calculation. It's not going to happen often. But as you're saying, if you're playing a golf course uh, and it's really windy and it's rainy and you're out there with your friends and you post your score, the system's going to automatically notice and say, okay, I've seen that most people that are posting scores today, their scores are higher than what they knew, what they normally post. And the scores overall on the golf course are higher than what the course rating would typically dictate. And it will go in and kick out an al algorithm and, and adjust back to what would be more normal conditions. And so you don't have to feel like, man, it was rainy, it was windy. This score is going to kill my handicap. I don't, I don't want to use it. Go ahead and post it. The system will take care of it for you. Uh, we want people out there enjoying golf and posting scores, and, and we'll let the uh, system do the calculations in the background. So talking about the world handicap system and, and how what changes we're going to see as amateurs and how it affects us and our play, can you address this um, I, this idea of a playing handicap and and how what does that mean? What how is that different than a course handicap? Yeah, you know it, it, it will largely be the same, uh, but we did introduce a new term, playing handicap, which indicates if you were to play a different format outside of individual stroke play 
there oftentimes is, is an allocation that you're given. So if you're playing in a, in a four ball event, for example, you're not getting a hundred percent of your handicap. Uh, you're going to get, what is it? I think 90%. And so you have a course handicap, which would be at a hundred percent, but the playing handicap is just the adjustment to say, no, no, Brian, you're not getting a hundred today. You're going to play at 90% of your handicap. That is your playing handicap for today. So it, it's really an attempt to introduce this new concept so that you can understand the difference of, okay, if I were getting a hundred percent of my strokes, I'd be at X, but today, because I'm getting only a certain percentage, I'm at Y and the Y is my playing handicap. All right, that was Thomas Pagel, United States Golf Association. So player handicap is a percentage, right? So if you're playing an event, Bob, this happens a lot where they're only going to allow 90% of your handicap or 70% of your handicap or something like that. And that's to try – maybe it's a team competition, so they want to try to minimize the effect of the handicap, still give you the advantage you need to be able to compete fairly but not overdo it in a situation where you might rely on somebody else or another type of format of play that would – help you play better golf right yeah you know handicap the thing you have to remember about handicap is handicap is is to create equity in the field Mm. of competition supposed to level out the field so everybody plays from the same point and um so exactly what you said i think you know we've all seen events that we've played in where it's been extremely difficult because you're seeing that guys aren't playing to their handicap or they're playing lower than their handicap that kind of thing but um it's all about equity um and fairness in the game and being being able to create and have fun in the game that we love so much it's it comes down to integrity and it starts yep. with each individual golfer in that regard we're going to talk more about that and continue with Thomas Pagel next More handicap discussion. This is important stuff right here on Real Golf Radio. Building a driver to deliver more speed isn't new. The way we're doing it is. We're pushing artificial intelligence to go even further. The new Jailbreak AI speed frame is designed to promote faster ball speeds across the face. It's a structural shift in design, delivering performance in a way you've never seen. We're not just building drivers, we're framing the future of speed, only in the new Epic Drivers from Callaway. Have you heard? There's an all-new experience coming to St. George, Utah. Black Desert Resort at Entrada is a full community resort experience featuring a resort hotel, private residences, world-class dining and shopping, a Tom Weiskopf designed championship golf course, and so much more. With a simple message of remarkable within reach, Black Desert Resort beckons you to visit and even stay for a lifetime. Exclusive real estate opportunities are available at blackdesertresort.com. Black Desert Resort at Entrada unlike anything you've experienced before. For over two decades, First Tee has created experiences that build character. We believe every kid deserves to feel supported, safe to try something new, and to be prepared for what comes next. We develop their swing, but more importantly, their inner strength. Because we know what's inside doesn't just count, it changes the game. Come join us at First Tee. Visit firsttee.org. I started Folds of Honor above my garage 13 years ago because 90% of spouses and children of killed or disabled U.S. service members receive no federal education assistance. Our mission has never wavered. We honor their sacrifices by educating their legacy. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to you, I will be a construction engineer. An elementary school teacher. Thank you for helping me fulfill my dream of going to med school. 
We're able to award these scholarships because patriots like you refuse to turn your back on the cost of freedom. Join the Folds of Honor Squadron today. Your $13 a month will help ensure we never turn military families away. This is your call to duty. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to people like you, I know my dad is not forgotten. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. This segment brought to you by Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. Check out odysseygolf.com. All right, uh, continuing now with Thomas Pagel, handicap discussion. Again, beginning of the year, it's important to understand how handicaps work and your role in that process. And Thomas Pagel with the United States Golf Association continues to break it down for us. I mean, the principle for a handicap system is to be able to promote fun and fair play or that equitable play as you described it. And in order for that to happen, you, you, first of all, you need to rely on the integrity of the players and posting scores. And I think that as golfers, inherently that, that's, that's what we do. But if somebody were to go out and play in a tournament and they were to shoot an exceptional score, the system recognizes that. And if it's more than a certain number of strokes better than their handicap index, it is going to automatically kick in and adjust their handicap index again so that it's more reflective of their potential as a golfer. And they've just shown through this exceptional score that their potential as a golfer is perhaps better than what their handicap index might suggest. And so it will, it will kick in. And then on top of that, this, this system also uh, includes some new safeguards, what we, have, what we have call caps, right? So we have uh, a soft cap and a hard cap. And essentially these caps, without going into the calculations, limit the amount that a player's handicap can go up from uh, uh, revision to revision, but also over a 12-month period. So if you were to start uh, the year as a five handicap, this system's going to make sure that you're not going to go up and, and six months from now be a 15. It's going to kick in and cap and say, whoa, whoa, Brian, your potential as a golfer is actually this, at least what you've shown in the last 12 months. And while your scores might be trending a little bit higher, we're actually not going to raise your handicap index up at that rate because we want it to reflect the potential that you've shown in the past. So again, there's some safeguards and measures that we, that we've put in there because at the end of the day, it is about uh, promoting that fun and fair play. So a question for you then in, in a tournament setting, um, is that, is that going to be a, a sliding scale handicap since it's be being, um, renewed daily and that kind of thing can can you technically go into into a you know like the art city amateur here in utah can you go play that event and like on the first round you you know you shoot your handicap but the second round you you know it, your handicap stays the same or you shoot a good score or you shoot a bad score does does that go into effect in play or just daily play it, it, so so the for tournament play you're not gonna have to worry about a sliding scale what we recommended for administrators is, you know what, pick your cutoff date because 
and, and having sat behind the desk and run a number of, of sure. both club and, and state level competitions, I sympathize with this. You, you can't, you can only imagine, I just accepted a hundred entries. I have to cut this off at some point. And so what we're recommending is go ahead and probably pick the first or the 15th and say, I'm going to use handicaps as of the first of this month, even if the tournament's not played till let's say the sixth. And what that does is that allows the administrator to go in, get the tournament set up in the computer, get the scorecards printed, get the scoreboards done. And then, you know what, just go ahead and stick with those handicaps that were generated on the first, even though his scores are posting handicaps are updated. It's just, it's, I mean, it's, it's a practical approach more than anything. All right, Thomas. So in the beginning, you told us that uh, this, one of the reasons for having this was to help everyone around the world. If you're playing different courses, does this mean that if you play the same golf course, you know, your home club, you play it every day. Uh, we talk about this at Alpine Country Club a lot that the handy, our, our Alpine handicaps don't travel very well. You, if you play Alpine every day, you can, you, you your, your score might be, uh, your handicap might be quite a bit lower than if you just showed up at Torrey Pine South, for instance, and, you know, as a one handicap, you're probably not shooting 73, 74 uh, based on uh, the difficulty of that golf course. It, or, or, so how, do, how does that travel? Does it help with handicaps traveling? Does it take that into consideration? Yeah, I mean, the, the biggest thing, and, and this is this existed in the old system as well, is, is you know, you, you're not going to shoot to your handicap or play to your handicap excuse me, every round you play, right? Because your handicap is your potential. And so you're going to have those bad rounds. You're going to have, or, or even those sort of mildly average rounds where you say, okay, well, uh, my handicap would have me shooting 80 today, but I shot an 83. Well, that's, that's still normal within your sort of playing records and, and to be uh, expected. Now, what, what kicks in though is when we're talking about your target score, what you should be shooting, you have to look at your course rating and your slope rating. So the adjustment. So it's not to par, but it's actually what, what par would be or what your course handicap would be using both uh, that course rating and slope rating. And so if I have a course handicap of a five and I'm playing a, a golf course that has a, a par of 72, my target score for that day is going to be a, a 77. And so that's what, if I were to play to my handicap and play well, that's what I should expect mm-hmm. to score. Yeah. No, that's good. Thomas Pagel joining us here, United States Golf Association on Real Golf Radio. All right, so if we, if, I, if I'm writing down some things, we got daily posting and revising. We got a playing handicap. We got caps on the highs and low swings throughout the year to try to limit the the you know the the the, the flux, I guess. We have weather and course condition factor, which maybe maybe you could touch on that a little bit more. I think that's interesting. That that's just built into the algorithm. So if everybody on that golf course is shooting higher than normal scores that day, it's going to Yep. add some calculation in just automatically, right? That, that's exactly right. And that's where, again, it's uh, the system's going to do the work in the background, but if it recognizes that scores are abnormally high or abnormally low, it, it'll kick in and adjust. Because, again, the system wants to be reflective of, of your potential and, and try and uh, wash out some of that noise that might come with, with weather. So of the things that I mentioned, what, what am I missing? What are, what are some of the other things that are important aspects to the changes? Look, I mean, I, I think uh, uh, one important aspect is going to relate to the course handicap and how course handicap is calculated, whereas now it will take into effect uh, the difference between course rating and par. Uh, under the old system, there was a section called, you know, Section 3-5, which some tournament operators or organizers were familiar with. And what that would say is if you're playing the white tees and I'm playing the blue tees, there would actually be some adjustment between our handicaps because we're not playing from the same tees. So if you're playing the blue, you might get more strokes 
than than your course handicap would normally dictate to adjust against me playing from the white. Mm. The new system actually takes into into account course rating minus par, so it's going to calculate my course handicap uh, or ca- calculate an, an index, and then what it'll do is it'll say, okay, if the course handicap is 74, but it's a par 72 golf course, we're actually going to add two strokes to that to that uh, number that we just calculated. And so it has this built-in adjustment already done. So we don't have to worry about anymore. Brian, you're playing from the blues. I'm playing from the whites. Let's figure out this secondary calculation because the system's already done it for us. Mm. And, and again, it, it sounds complicated. There are a lot of numbers involved and it can get complicated. It's a calculation, but the, the good news is technology is there to help us. So, you know, you look at apps, like for example, the new gin app app, which was just launched this week. You put in your information, you put in the T's you want to play, and it's going to do all the calculations for you. I just signed up for that, by the way. I got updated my new Gin app, and it looks nice. So well done. Yep. Yeah, so how's uh, room for room for growth? It, it, it'll it'll continue to improve, but it's out there, and we're excited for it. So how has this been received across the world? Uh, not only here in the United States, but how is it being received as the new handicap system for the world, basically? You, you know what? I think uh, we've done uh, such a, 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 a well. We've gone through a lot with our partners of the other six existing authorities over the last seven years. So I think the world's been prepared for this, the golfing world, and we've seen it actually be very well received. Um, we were talking to our friends from South Africa uh, the other day, and they were ready to start sending in testimonial after testimonial, talking about how much they love it. So they didn't wait either. Come January first. You know, the, they, they uh, started playing immediately under it, and they're hearing nothing but great things from, from their members. Uh, we're hearing good things here in the U.S., whereas people are showing up, they're saying, well, wait a minute, why is my cat course handicap a little bit different than it's been? But they go out and they play, and they, they sort of begin to understand how the system works. And, again, what we're hearing is very, very favorable. So, um, But, look, I'm, I'm also going to be uh, open. And just like with the new rules last year, yeah. uh, there's probably a few things we're going to learn over the course of the next, you know, five or six months is, Balls are put in the air and people start using the system. And if, if there are adjustments to the system we have to make, we're, we're certainly open and, and going to do that and do so quickly. Uh, but we're excited. Uh, as I said at the outset, you're taking six different handicap authorities, different uh, golfing cultures from throughout the world, and, and bringing it into one system. And that's a, that's a big thing for our global game. I love it. I appreciate you taking some time to explain it. I, I did want to ask you a year later, um, how, how have you felt about those rules changes? It, it certainly was, was changing the, the look of everything, right? The way people dropped the golf ball, the way, you know, the way they handled, um, hazards, uh, you know, or, or, or we don't call them in that anymore. You know, there, there's a lot of things that change putting with a flag stick in a year later. Yep. How, how have you kind of, uh, how do you sit back and look at the changes on those rules? You know what, uh, yeah, it, it was, uh, I, I'm still thrilled with where we've ended up. Uh, there was certainly some points, uh, some challenging points early in the year, but as I just said, you know what, we recognized that that would happen and, and we, we committed to the golf community that we would be responsive and act quickly. And I think that's exactly what we did. And look, you, you reflect on last year and I'm going to, I'm going to knock on wood as we're, as the calendars turned over and we were heading into a new year, but all four majors controversy free. Uh, yeah. you know, you think you get into March, there are very few rules controversies um, from that point forward. And the rule, we don't want the rules to be a headline. We never wanted the rules to be a headline. And, and so the fact that people aren't talking about them as much, the fact that you don't have the controversies, I take that away as a positive. And, and I have to laugh. You know, I was, I was fortunate enough to go to the President's Cup. And as I was walking around refereeing a couple of groups, 
I'm watching players drop from their knees. And it actually took me a day or two to wait to think to myself, wait a minute, if this were last year, they'd be dropping from the shoulder. So it's, 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 I think become normal now. Um, and again, we continue to hear, hear good things and, and I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm thrilled with where we've ended up. Well, Thomas, we appreciate it. And you know, I have the obligatory, um, question that I, that I have to ask. And that is, are we, are we ready to address the divot in the fairway rule? <laughs> every time, every time I'll every- see if I can move that up the, up the priority list, but you know, my parting shot for your listeners is it's an outdoor game. It's a challenging game. We love to take the good with the bad. You never complain about the good, good lie in the rough. Uh, sometimes you just have to accept what, what you get and, and play hard. I have to ask. I know. I know. I know it's not going anywhere, but I'm going to keep asking Thomas. It's just what I have to do. So you're, you're going to wear me down one of these days. I know it. All right. There you go. Thomas Pagel. I mean, come on, Bob. I, I'm going to continue to ask. The divot in the fairway, I mean, handicaps aside, the divot in the fairway is inequitable. That's what we talked about with handicaps. It's about fair and equitable. Actually, he said fun and equitable, which I appreciated yeah. that distinction. But the it's not fun and equitable when you land in someone else's divot. I don't know how many times we've got to break this down. It's, it's called rub of the green, and it's just part of the game, and you just is have to though? figure it out. Like he said, you know, sometimes you get a really good lie in the rough, mm. and you're really happy. Other times... You hit it in there and it nestles all the way down to the bottom and you're thinking, oh, man, I can only hit this about 20 or 30 yards. So uh, I totally understand what he's saying. It's it's it is what it is. And that rule will change someday. I don't think so. I I think so. Because, look, if you hit it in the rough, whether you get a good lie or a bad lie, you hit it where you're not supposed to hit it. So you know what? You ought to be it ought to be rub of the green at that point in time. But when you hit it now, now we're supposed to control the weather, too, because, you know, somebody might. You know, case in point, uh, you know, Xander Shoffley on the 16th hole at Augusta, he gets a wind gust, right? His ball's in the air. He gets a wind gust. Does he automatically get to retee because the, the wind bothered it? That has not. No. E- that's not even valid in it's our conversation. It is it's, not the same thing. Listen, here's how it's different, okay? <laughs> here's how it's different. When when you hit it into a spot in the fairway, the guy previously had a perfect lie. And then he goes in and he creates a man-made obstruction, and now you happen, your ball ends up in it. Wow. So you get penalized be, differently than that guy did based on the same spot on the golf we course. Don't, so. We don't all play from the same playing ground in the game of golf. Well, you, they, normally, and that's fine. But when you happen to play in someone else's playing ground where there's a big hole, then that is not equitable. I'm just saying. It's there's, unfortunate. It's, I'm sorry. <laughs> It's very unfortunate. It is. Well, indeed, <laughs> it's unfortunate and unequitable, and it's no fun. No, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna keep tooting that horn, but man. Re, but real players understand how to play out there of that. There he is. Uh-huh. Yeah. There he is. Okay. <laughs> Go to the real player card on me. All right, listen. Uh, that's gonna wrap up uh, the first hour. So we hit handicaps. Coming up next hour, I'm really excited. We're gonna talk uh, Matt Janelle about buddy trips because I think there's there's two things about this time of year. You got to gear up for your handicap season. You got to make sure that you're being honest and and have integrity around that. But you're also looking to get out of Dodge and go play some golf with your buddies. We're going to do all of that as we continue right here on Real Golf Radio. 
Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms. An indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns. And Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some. Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. 2020 has been a lesson in the unexpected, but the real estate market has adapted to the new normal. I'm Bob Casper from Real Golf Radio and the Casby Real Estate Group. With trends we've seen and the COVID vaccine, it helps us to make predictions for 2021. So here's what you can expect. Interest rates will continue to be low. Home values and prices will continue to rise for now, and there's going to be more new construction. No one can predict the future. Future, but we have the experience to develop a unique plan just for you. So let's talk. Send an email to Bob at CasbyRealEstate.com. That's Bob at K-A-S-B-Y RealEstate.com. Temperatures are rising, and you know what that means. It's time to turn your water on your sprinklers. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird Golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate the golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through everything to put my concerns to rest and the day of the surgery was so easy really one of the simplest things I've gone through and it worked I could see instantly and 12 years later I haven't had any issues at all I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway well you know close to 300 yards anyway schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir Bruce and Boyd Summerhays Bob Casper and me oh and mention Real Golf Radio and you'll save a thousand dollars off your LASIK procedure do it now at hoops vision.com you're listening to real golf radio now back to brian and bob all right welcome back to the show thanks so much to thomas pagel for joining us bob this is the example i'm going to use okay being the golf committee chair at our club i had an experience where a player shot 67 he was a four handicap and it, the comment was made, hey, don't post that until after the member guest next month at, a, at another club that he was going to play at. And I, it was brought to the committee. I was made aware of it. And it was one of those things where I said, you know what? In order to protect not only our club and the field and our, our men's opener was coming up that weekend, but also all those that are traveling to that other club to play, that's something that has to be posted. 
And so the rules of golf don't really allow for a handicap or a golf chair to not do something about it. So I worked with our head pro. Uh, we, we, uh, I don't say confronted, but had a discussion with the individual and he went ahead and posted it and it dropped him from a four to a three. But those are the little things when you're in handicap management that are going to be a problem and change the equitable part of a handicap system. So again, don't manage your handicap. Post your scores every day and post them the day that you shoot them. All right, coming up next, Matt Janelle, the caddy and the back nine here on Real Golf Radio. If you missed something from today's show, you can find it now on iHeartRadio Talk. That's iHeartRadio.com slash talk. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. President Biden selling his vision of America to a Georgia audience Thursday was disrupted by protesters chanting, end detention now and abolish ICE, in reference to U.S. Immigration Enforcement Agency. I agree with you, Biden told the demonstrators at the drive-in rally in Duluth. I'm working on it, man. Give me another five days. End quote. It's not clear what the Democrat president meant. A New Mexico police officer got back up and returned fire after being shot by the alleged killer of a state trooper in February. Las Cruces police officer Adrian De La Garza performed a pit maneuver to stop the suspect during a pursuit after the suspect allegedly killed New Mexico state police trooper Darian Jarrett after a traffic stop. Newly released body cam video shows Omar Felix Cueva shooting the officer after the pit maneuver. The officer quickly gets up and fires at Cueva. Cueva was killed during the shootout with officers. Thanks for listening and TGIF. We are USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Wayne Alarude, and I'm in the best shape of my life. I love working out hard every day, but I turned 60 this year, and working out can cause some serious aches and pains. I was commiserating with my buddy Jay Schrader, the Super Bowl champion and former Raiders quarterback, about the challenges of staying in great shape for anyone over age 50. Jay said I had to try SonsOfLibertyCBD.com, and it would heal my body, mind, and soul. He was right. No more aches and pains. I feel like a million bucks. Finding quality CBD, not easy. But Sons of Liberty CBD, highest quality CBD I've ever seen. CBD is not pot. It won't get you high. It's 100% legal. It's 100% American made. CBD is mainstream and it works. For my listeners, SonsofLibertyCBD.com is offering a discount of 15% off every product if you use the code WAR15 at checkout. Even better, you can combine this discount with your subscription discount for 25% off. Please support veteran-owned, service-disabled, small business, Sons of Liberty, CBD.com. Just say War 15 to get 25% off. After Rudy Giuliani's apartment was raided Thursday, the former New York mayor and Trump lawyer has started his own campaign. Wendy King from the Pacific Northwest USA Radio News Bureau reports. During his first televised interview since his New York City apartment was raided by federal agents over allegations he violated lobbying laws by doing business in Ukraine, former President Trump's one-time attorney Rudy Giuliani is now speaking out trying to clear his name. I have never represented a Ukrainian national or official before the United States government. I've declined it several times. I've had contracts in countries like Ukraine. In the contract is a clause that says I will not engage in lobbying or foreign representation. He spoke on Fox. He says he could have erased the evidence they took, but kept it because he says it will clear him of any wrongdoing. The Kentucky Derby is officially back and returning to its traditional date of the first Saturday in May. 20 horses will race tomorrow. Big hats are a yes. Wearing denim is a big no-no. USA Radio News. 
Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. Is President Biden bringing the United States together as a people? Democrat analyst Lakai Vincent on Fox News says yes. Let's first establish that it is normal for presidents to enter executive orders when they enter office. In fact, Trump had 220 executive office, executive orders, excuse me. And so when Biden entered office, he had to reverse those laws that were codified by the Trump administration, which supported divisiveness, such as the Muslim ban and the separation of families at the border. So the unfortunate part is, Todd, is that Republicans are using unity as a tool to whine when they don't get their way. The opinion editor at Brad Palumbo disagrees. I just completely disagree. I think the first 100 days of the Biden administration have belied his promises of unity, compromise, and moderation. I mean, he has pushed not just executive orders, but $6 trillion in proposed spending. That's $43,000 per U.S. household. That would make Obama or even FDR blush. So he's come in and he's totally overstepped his mandate to push a progressive agenda that's not what people actually voted for. And he's done it on party lines, like a COVID bill that doesn't work with any Republicans and an infrastructure approach that just totally eschewed the the bipartisan approach for a party line path. So that's okay. not unifying or moderate in my book. For USA Radio News, I'm Lance Pry. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Now, the back nine. Where business gets done. Where majors are won and boys become men. One day you'll get it. Hour number two of Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper on the Real Golf Radio Network. Hey, welcome in. It's hour number two, the back nine of Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. Thanks so much for joining us. However, you're accessing the show. Hit us up on Twitter at Real Golf is where you can find us. And hey, welcome to May. It's major championship month number two when you welcome in the PGA championship at Kiowa Island. Really loved being there when Rory McIlroy set a record and and won there at the PGA at Kiowa. Uh, of course, we also have U.S. Open uh, Media Day was this week, and the preview uh, will we'll 
touch on that just a little bit. Bob will never forget being at Torrey Pines in 2008. Tiger Woods, Rocco Mediate in a playoff. Tiger basically on one leg and all the drama that ensued. Tori is awesome, and we're actually going to be taking another trip back to San Diego coming up in just a couple of weeks to play uh, with a good friend of ours and um, just experience Tory Pine South because it's one of those great golf courses. And, and the, the great thing about it is, too, Bob, is your dad has his likeness and name mm-hmm. inscribed along the putting green there on that wall of champions. Yeah, it's a pretty cool place. And, uh, you know, it's a place that I, I played a lot of golf at when I was growing up, especially the North course. So that was, uh, that was the funner golf course of the, of the bunch when, when I was growing up, uh, South was a little bit difficult. Still is. But yeah, but had an opportunity to not only play that growing up, but also caddy for my dad there. Also, uh, walk in practice rounds with my dad and, and then also caddy for Keith Clearwater there. So it's it's been really fun to be able to live in the San Diego area. There's a lot of great golf down there, but you know that is the jewel, so to speak, it, are those courses there at Torrey Pines. That was where you actually picked the bag up from Keith, right? I mean, that was when it That's all right. went down with his caddy, and he says, Bob, he, he walks as he's walking out to the man, he points mound, he points to his right hand, and you come running out of the bullpen ready to go, pick up the bag, <laughs> and the rest is history, huh? Yeah, he was staying with us that week there in San Diego, and and um, it was when I was living down there, and um, Keith was living up here, and got to the third round, and his caddy didn't show up, and he goes, "Bob, you're caddying today." <laughs> and then he said, "Bob, <laughs> you're coming to LA for the rest of the year." Yeah, and then caddying for the rest of the year. Yeah, so. that's that's a great story. Hey, coming yeah. up this hour, really excited about it. We talked handicaps. Last hour, which again is important, um, getting the caddies take on that coming up as well. But you got to maintain an honest handicap if this whole system's going to work. So again, as club right. events are starting up, competitions, things like that, if you're in a net scenario, please post your scores, do it right. Check out usga.org if you have any questions. And thanks to Thomas Pagel's comments there. We're going to do buddy trips though coming up as well this hour. Can't wait. Matt Janella will join us. The caddy's going to stop by as well. Stay tuned. Hour number two just getting started here of Real Golf Radio. This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through everything to put my concerns to rest and the day of the surgery was so easy really one of the simplest things I've gone through and it worked I could see instantly and 12 years later I haven't had any issues at all I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway well you know close to 300 yards anyway schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir Bruce and Boyd Summerhays Bob Casper and me oh and mention Real Golf Radio and you'll save a thousand dollars off your LASIK procedure do it now at Hoops vision.com to get your highest performing tour ball you need to build it with the highest quality to get the highest quality you need to pass more than 150 consistency checkpoints and to guarantee your tour ball has a more centered core you need unique 3d x-ray that's why one tour ball is more centered than another and it might not be who you think chrome soft This ball really does change everything. Born from 10 years of research and innovation. 
The shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. Have you heard? There's an all-new experience coming to St. George, Utah. Black Desert Resort at Entrada is a full community resort experience featuring a resort hotel, private residences, world-class dining and shopping, a Tom Weiskopf designed championship golf course, and so much more. With a simple message of remarkable within reach, Black Desert Resort beckons you to visit and even stay for a lifetime. Exclusive real estate opportunities are available at blackdesertresort.com. Black Desert Resort at Entrada. Unlike anything you've experienced before. Building a driver to deliver more speed isn't new. The way we're doing it is. We're pushing artificial intelligence to go even further. The new Jailbreak AI speed frame is designed to promote faster ball speeds across the face. It's a structural shift in design, delivering performance in a way you've never seen. We're not just building drivers, we're framing the future of speed. Only in the new Epic Drivers from Callaway. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you here on Real Golf Radio. Appreciate you being alongside. We are thrilled to have our next guest join us. He's been with Sports Illustrated, Golf Digest, Golf Channel, and now co-creator of the Fire Pit Collective. And, you know, when it comes to buddy trips, one name always stands out, and that's Matt Janella, and he's kind enough to join us right now. Hey, Matt, how are you? I'm doing great, guys. I'm uh, I'm just you know getting going here in Southern California and, and thinking about mandatory golf Friday and where I'm going to put where when I'm going to win my skin today at Goat Hill Park. In <laughs> you know, I like that mandatory golf Friday. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's mandatory. It's mandatory. Uh, that that is that's it's the way it should be. That's absolutely. Yeah. You know, we absolutely. of all the times Bob and I have spent in San Diego, we have never played Goat Hill yet. It's it's really kind of a shame. You know, it is a shame, but, you know, honestly, um, what John Ashworth is doing on a day-to-day basis, the guy is in the dirt, you know, with a shovel, on the tractors, improving this, you know, $35 golf course in this community of Oceanside, California, just redid the driving range, putting basically everything he makes from the golf course back into the golf course, you know, redoing tees, redoing greens, one thing at a time. The minute they're about to be done with one project, he's on to the next. They're going to they're gonna lay 65,000 square feet of sod on Monday uh, on different pieces of the golf. I mean, it, it, they got a kid's course. Dogs are welcome. No dress code. Music playing. I'm telling you, come on down. You'll be my guest. We'll play in the Friday skin, and you'll have one of the best times you'll ever have on a golf course. I'm smiling right now. Fun, man. I'm smiling Me too. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah, come on, come on, boy. We'll we'll make that we'll make that happen for sure. Uh, we're actually going to be in San Diego in a couple of weeks, uh, taking on the uh, the U.S. Open golf course and uh, having a little fun with that and doing a little preview. But um, we uh, if if we can work it in, we would love to come uh, play some golf with you. That would be a real treat. Come on, come on, Bob. You know about San Diego. Come on. Who, who need, I don't need to tell a Casper about San Diego. Come on. <laughs> That's right. That's right. 
Hey, so Matt, uh, we're, we're, it, this has been such an interesting time, obviously, for everybody. And, and the one thing that I think is a bit of a casualty was certainly the buddy trip of 2020. So with it being May and COVID starting to release its grip, at least so tightly on, on much of the country, you know, travel's becoming more accessible. And uh, I think everyone's sort of looking, hey, I, it's time to get out. Like, I've enjoyed being home. I've, you know, enjoyed a lot of things. We, we had to reset our minds. But it's time to get out a little bit. And so for, for our listeners and others who are planning buddy trips or thinking about getting out, we, we wanted to just start with you. Tell us about what are the key ingredients to a great buddy trip and some of the, you know, just great destinations and, and opportunities for buddy trips that you've experienced. Well, guys, as you know, it is a buyer's market out there right now, right? The development of golf and specifically the enhancement of some of these destinations over the last, 10 or 15 years as what, you know, what Mike Kaiser did, at, you know, 20 years ago, Bandon Dunes was, was, you know, he, that was the rock in the pond and the ripple effect of all that's been happening since Mike, uh, you know, started building out Bandon Dunes is it, 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 it put all the other destinations on notice. If you're not building places that people can come and hunker down and be safe and get away and get together and have, that kind of experience with great service, great setting with an emphasis on the amateur golfer, right? With a hyper focus on the people who pay to play the game that, that impacted golf in America and will continue to do so for forever. Um, because look at, just look at the reaction by Pinehurst of what happened to Panda Dunes. Now Pinehurst has a short course. They built the cradle. They reinvented their whole front porch. They added a brewery. They redid the, you know, the, the, the back porch overlooking Pinehurst number two. Um, I, I just think, you know, the putting courses now at both places, if you don't have a putting course or a short course or a, a fun factory of some sort, uh, you're missing the boat. You're going to, you know, pass up Kiowa, TPC uh, Sawgrass, places that are sort of built around sort of the hard uh, aspect of the game. You know, you, you you better you better you better make a correction, or you're going to lose out. And um, yeah. and so to, to the point of like you've got so many cool places uh, that are that have that have popped up. Cabot, uh, Sand Valley, uh, Forest Dunes just got bought and has and just added a short course. Arcadia Bluffs added another cool course. I mean, you got places like Turning Stone, Big Cedar Lodge. I mean, it's it's. It's unbelievable. So uh, that's top level. We can get into the weeds a little bit, but I'm just telling you that this is the time, you know, look, you're, at, to your point, people have missed, you know, their buddies trips in 2020 and, and the second half of 2021, you know, you think, you think golf is big in 2020, wait till you the second half of 2021 of people being pent up and ready to get back out and get back with their buddies. It's on, it's on. Just try to go book at one of these places and you're not going to be, you're not going to be able to find a spot. Yeah. Are there deals to be had right now or is everything because of the situation and people starting to book up are, are things becoming much more difficult and more costly to be able to have a trip like that? I'm not so sure that it's more costly. It's definitely booked up. If you call Bandon, if you call, you know, I was, I do my annual buddies trip to Bandon Dunes in October, right? 28 guys. And we were able to get it in, in 2020 somehow, some way. And it wasn't easy. And some guys had dropped out last minute, up patients, get guys, no, but we got it in. Right. And we were, and we masked up and they had all that, you know, that we ate outside. It was, you know, it was what it was. Right. But I tried to book in September of 2020 
for our trip in October of 2021 and could barely make it happen because everybody had already jammed in the second half of 2021, knowing that the first half of 2021 was going to be, you know, was going to be what it is, right. Where it wasn't going to be up and running yet. And now as we open up, it's just, it's your, you're going to have to get creative. You're going to have to be flexible and you're going to have to figure out ways to slide yourself and your group in, you know, you might have to shrink the group. You might have to go to someplace that you, you know, tur- a place like turning stone in upstate New York is a fantastic opportunity um, uh, for a buddy strip with, which is very cost effective, multiple golf courses, great hang, great venue, you know, good food and, you know, off the beaten path. So that's, Big Cedar Lodge, another one just added in that Tiger Woods course, has the Cork Crenshaw, has the Fazio, has the Players Short course, has the Nicholas Short course, has a cool venue, you know, Branson, Missouri. You're going to have to think of places like that where you think, well, oh, well, maybe I will consider Big Cedar Lodge. You're just going to have to, you know, you have to make a few more phone calls. Matt Janella joining us here on Real Golf Radio. I love it. Uh, You mentioned some good things there. Uh, Stream song comes to mind in Florida. Um, You mentioned Arcadia Bluffs. We're actually, Bob and I have an opportunity to go out in Michigan um, in uh, in July. We're headed out there, actually, and we're going to check out the new American Dunes, which uh, we're really excited about, and then we're going to make our way up to Arcadia Bluffs. So uh, that's a a new experience for us. We have not done a lot of Michigan golf. uh, So we're excited to check that out. But, you know, as you mentioned, some of those that, that come to mind, they they really have afforded an opportunity for the hang, if you will, and and a spot to be and to have some fun and have an experience, not just play golf, huh? I think that, that that's the word experience. That you know, at the end of the day, I've always said this, but the problem with golf is not charging five hundred and fifty dollars for a green fee like you do at you know Pebble Beach. Um, the the problem with golf is if you charge five hundred and fifty dollars for a green fee and deliver a fifty dollar experience. If you yeah. charge five fifty and you deliver a five thousand dollar experience, everybody's walking away with a smile on their face and a couple pictures yeah. in their phone and and memories that they can have forever, right? But I said this all right, Doral Blue. You can count. I've been in social media since the beginning, right? You can count on one hand uh, people who are saying, "Look at me, I'm at Doral Blue. I paid five fifty. I lost twelve balls. I shot hundred and ten. The airplanes are flying over my head. I mean." Or, or are you going to pay five fifty to play Pebble Beach and walk where the pros play and play where the U.S. Open has had and you know have that kind of spiritual connection to the land and the ocean and the, and the history and you walk away going, oh my god! And everybody posts pictures. Look at me! I've been at Pebble Beach. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah. that whatever whatever you pay, whatever the number is, it's from thirty five dollars to five hundred thirty five dollars. That place better deliver an experience, or you're never coming back. Mm. What is well, it that makes you want to say, I can't wait to come back? And that's that's what Mike Kaiser has been able to do is deliver an experience where people say, I don't care what I pay, I can't wait to get back. Absolutely. Matt Janella joining us here on Real Golf Radio. we got to take a short break. We'll come back more with Matt, including details of the perfect buddy trip. You're not going to want to miss it. Stay tuned. This is Real Golf Radio. Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms. An indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns. And Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. 
Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through everything to put my concerns to rest and the day of the surgery was so easy really one of the simplest things I've gone through and it worked I could see instantly and 12 years later I haven't had any issues at all I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway well you know close to 300 yards anyway schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir Bruce and Boyd Summerhays Bob Casper and me oh and mention Real Golf Radio and you'll save a thousand dollars off your LASIK procedure do it now at Hoops vision.com you might know mountain land supply for its plumbing products but did you know mountain land supply also carries landscaping irrigation supplies and tools they can help you design and calculate the exact feet of pipe sprinkler heads and nozzles to use for your yard using smartphone technology you can even control your watering with state-of-the-art controllers for all your landscaping needs go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you Hi, fellow sports fans. It's Ned Siegfried. What would we do without sports? Following our favorite sports teams, whether it be the Jazz or the Utes or the Cougs, takes our mind off the many challenges in life. Accidents and their resulting injuries are certainly unexpected challenges that many people are forced to deal with. If you're one of these people, we'd love to talk to you about your situation. Call us at 801-222-2222. We'll talk to you for free. Or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you right here on Real Golf Radio. Continuing now with Matt Janella. Of course, you know and love him from Sports Illustrated, Golf Digest, Golf Channel, and you got to check out his new Fire Pit Collective that he is working on. It is absolutely awesome. All right, uh, let's continue now. We're talking about buddy trips and what makes a great buddy trip, and then we were leading into golf course design, Bob, and you know, you were just pointing out the one in Pebble Beach. Yeah, and, and you know, and that came about. You know, they they used to have the Peter Hay, and it was you know rock up twenty five bucks. Juniors played for free and cool concept, but not much of an actual golf course, right? It was just kind of green, and then they blow it up and they use it as a as a tent, uh, you know, for you know big events like U.S. Opens. And then they, they they thought, oh, we'll just you know rebuild it again and put up the greens, and it'll be Peter Hay. And I think again because of what's happening at Bandon and Pinehurst and all the different you know Big Cedar Lodge and Sand Valley and Cabot. Cabalink, I mean, that forced Pebble's hand to say, you know, maybe we ought to do something a little bit different. And that's when Tiger happened to come by and say, hey, what are you guys going to do with that land? And they said, well, we're actually uh, considering doing something more because 
you know, because there was pressure on after they had gotten rid of it for the U.S. Open, and they said, okay, what are you going to do back with it? And so all eyes were on Pebble, and they did the right thing. They did something, uh, you know, formidable. Now it's actually something where if you go to Pebble, you're going to say, I'm going to go play the short course. Uh, it's actually something that I'm going to do. You never really sought it out before, but now it's going to be something. And that's a good use of a great piece of small land to create a fun factory for, you know, around the game. And that's, that's why we're all benefiting. You know, that's why it is a buyer's market out there. For us, we win. I love it. Matt Janella joining us here on Real Golf Radio. So let's talk about not so much the destination, but what goes into it. So if you happen to be the one that's planning, you're tasked with planning the buddy trip, what are the key ingredients? What are the things that you need to keep in mind to ensure that everybody is going to have a good experience? Like, is there a magic number as far as the number of people that are involved or the handicap ranges, you know, the, the, the accommodations? Kind of talk through how you go ahead and to plan those aspects of it, the logistics. Well, alpha planners are, they're the key, right? They're the bell cow. They're the ones who bring the group and that, and, 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 and destinations are getting very good at making sure that life is easy on the alpha planner. So, okay. I think if you've got four or eight people, it's easier to move around, like do a Michigan trip, go from Forest Dunes to Arcadia Bluffs, hang out at a couple of, a couple of nights at each place. And you're going to, you're going to get great value and great golf and great settings, you know, great experiences. But I wouldn't do that with 28 guys, right? 28 guys, I want a Pinehurst, I want a Sea Island, I want a Bandon Dunes, I want a Turning Stone, I want a Big Cedar Lodge, a place where you can park the car, get shuttled around, make sure no one's having to drive after, you know, a long day of, you know, on the golf course, having some beverages. You want the hang, you want fire pits, you want cottages. You know, I'm looking for that. I want the short courses. I want things that, you know, look, at, at, you know, at our ages, playing 36 a day for four days doesn't work anymore. It doesn't work anymore. I want 36 one day, and I want 18 the next day, and then I want the putting course in the afternoon or the short course in the afternoon. I want it to make it feel like we have an opportunity to have some fun, right? So it's not just all like, oh, my God, another 36, Jesus. You know, you the alpha planner's got to be hypersensitive to the group, to the demographic that they have a part of Play down, I would say, play down to the lowest common denominator or the highest uh, 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 handicap. Because if that person's not having fun, then no one's having fun. Mm. So make sure you have a place that has the kind of golf where even the highest handicapper can go out and have fun or have a format like a scramble or two-man scramble or a best ball or an alternate shot or something that allows it to be something different other than like count your whole score. I want to think. Let, let's make you make that putt for a triple bogey. No, no one's going to have fun that way. So you got to be hypersensitive to the venue, to the golf courses themselves, and to the highest handicapper in your group, and to the guy who needs the lowest budget in the group. You know, you don't want to price people yeah. out of your trip. So be hypersensitive to that, to, to, to what people can afford and what people can do to order, in order to have fun. And the, and the best alpha planners are already doing that. They've figured out their group. They understand who they are where they need to be, and do they want to move around or do they want to hunker down? If you move around, keep the group small. If you hunker down, you can get bigger, especially if you're going to the same place year in and year out. I love so it. If, so if, if price really isn't an, uh, a problem, whether it's in the United States or whether it's outside of the United States, you've been all around the world. You've seen great venues, great places. What, what, is, what is the place, the place that you want to be or you want to go to? Again, you know, if, 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 
if you're older in life and you want, and you're, you know, an affluent group of four people. And if you haven't done Pebble beach, got, I mean, you, you got to do it. You got, if you haven't been to Scotland and done the St. Andrews trip, you got to go, you got to do it. If you haven't been to the Southwest coast of Ireland and experienced, you know, La Hinch and Waterville and, you know, gone down and, and, you know, old head, I call it like, it's like, you know, golden sea golf. It's kind of something, the most outlandish thing you'll ever see, but <laughs> it's a cool experience. You got to check it off the list, right? Uh, Bally Bunyan, and, you know, Dune Bag and all that. that. That's a great experience. Uh, Bandon Dunes for that matter. Look, Bandon Dunes is always going to be kind of half the price of Pebble Beach, but if you're into pure golf and not necessarily in the nightlife, and if you're, you know, that's, that's the place. But if, if you want the nightlife and the off course activities and the craziness and stuff, you know, that's why people congregate at places like Myrtle beach, which is always going to be there. Myrtle beach is there for you for the, for the, you know, for the lower budget, but you know, less, you know, sort of less hyper-focused golfer who, you know, might want to play 18 in the morning, take a nap and then they're gone. I mean, they're out on the town. They're doing whatever it is that they're doing, you know, that kind of stuff. So it just depends on your group and what your priorities are. If your priorities are golf, Go to a place that delivers pure golf, like Abandoned Dunes. If you want that bucket list experience, well, then you got, you know, again, the Pebble Beaches, the Cabots, the Irelands, the Scotlands. The, you know, I did that trip to Melbourne, Australia. I mean, if, if, money's not, if, if money's not an issue and you've got about eight to ten days to kill and you go to Melbourne, Australia and you pop over to Tasmania at the Barn Booble, that's, that's, that's as good as it gets. Um, but the good news is here in America, you do have, you do have plenty of options. And, and, and the places that I mentioned, like Turning Stone, like Big Cedar Lodge, like, uh, you know, Central Oregon kind of lives in the shadow of Bandon, but my goodness, Sun River and, and some of the stuff that's happening in Central Oregon is, is a tremendous trip. Um, Pronghorn and Tethero and all that stuff. I mean, that's, that's a special place too. Oh, I love it. You and Bob was asking the question I wanted to ask, and then I'll follow it up with the 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 coolest place that you've gone that might be the least pretentious, if you will. Like, mate, I didn't expect that. It wasn't expensive. It's not in the prestigious category, but you know, almost like what you're describing, Goat Hill, really. But but what what is that sort of you know that'll surprise you? You ought to just do it, and it won't cost you anything, basically. Oh man, you know, um, I always talk about. Um, well, I mean, I've, I've talked about Big Cedar Lodge so much that it's almost, it's almost now. And now, now that they've got so much fanfare with adding a Tiger Woods golf course, that was kind of the one that was flying below the radar where you go there. I mean, I got married there. I went there and I was like, what is happening? Table Rock Lake, you know, the Ozark Mountains. You thought, I mean, what, I'm going to Branson, Missouri. Really? That's where I'm going. And then you go there and you're like, holy moly, this is, I got to share this with my friends. I got married there. And brought, you know, 12 couples there and every one of the, you know, every one of the groups were, were you know, avid golfers. And they're like, my goodness, I had no idea what Johnny Morris was doing up here. And this, this delivers. I mean, that's the other thing is Forest Dunes is another one of those that you'll go to Arcadia. And if you go to Michigan and don't go to Forest Dunes where they have a great Tom Weisskopf golf course, I think one of his best that he's ever designed. And I love Tom Weisskopf design um, because he's one of the better sort of players, architects out there. Uh, I put him behind Ben Crenshaw and Bill Core, and obviously Bill is a, a key component of that of that partnership. But then you've got the reversible routing by Tom Doak, which is a really cool concept that I think Doak pulled off. I, I would I would make the greens bigger and less undulating, but I think he pulled it off. It's a reversible, true reversible routing. And then they just added a short course by Keith Reb and Riley Johnson, the two guys who have worked a lot for Doak, for Core Crenshaw. 
these guys did Winter Park Nine, which you know I've talked a lot about, and they did, they now just did the short course at Forest Dunes. You can now hunker down at Forest Dunes, and then they, you got the Osaba River running through. That's that's some of the best fishing you can have, you know, in the world. So if you do Forest Dunes, Osaba, go over to Arcadia. That's going to be a great value play, especially in the middle of the summer when you have that amazing Michigan weather. So uh, that, you had me at fishing. Thing. You had me at fishing, Matt. <laughs> it's unbelievable. They, they, you know, they call it the uh, they call it the holy waters. You know, they've got a patch of land, uh, a patch of stream in the Osaba River. They call the holy waters. I mean, you want to fish the holy water? Who wouldn't want to do that? Who wouldn't want to do that, right? Yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Hey, by the way, I noticed you post this on social media, a little flyover of our our home uh, here in Utah. You were headed to Denver to Salt Lake. You'll have to come back and take a photo when it actually warms up. That looked like midwinter right there, unfortunately. <laughs> well, you guys, I'm going to start flying in and out of Salt Lake City. At, you know, to fly in and out of Salt Lake City and to get a window seat is one of the most amazing experiences. You know, I had to go from Denver to San Diego through Salt Lake City. I'm going to now transfer through Salt Lake City every chance I get <laughs> because that is one of the most spectacular. It's like you're a human drone flying yeah. in over that city and looking. You know, A, you see a lot of golf, but the golf that you see is at the base of these mountains, these snow-capped mountains. I mean, is that what, what's going on there? Come, it's like come. you're flying in and out of a paint. Let's do a home and home. We'll come out to Goat Hill. You come out here. We'll show you some some great golf here in Utah. Talk about a great value and some beautiful scenery. We'd love to have you. I said, I said, oh, you know, I, I, what's the golf course that I posted? Murray, is it Murray? Murray Parkway. It's, it's, yeah, it's, unfortunately, yeah, that's Parkway. probably not on the top of the list of ones we would take you. But well, right. nonetheless, so I said, I, I looked it up. I said, they said, they said, oh, it's Murray Parkway, thirty five. I said thirty five dollars. Someone said, yeah, but yeah, it's not worth it. I said. They go every golf course in Salt Lake City is thirty five dollars. So you got to find the good ones. And I was like, oh my gosh, you're talking about value. <laughs> uh, if you're playing in that setting at thirty five dollars in Salt Lake City, I said, I'm I'm turning the plane around. I'm going back. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, Matt, thanks so much for taking some time, man. It's uh, really great to have you on the show. We appreciate the info. Super valuable, and uh, love what you're doing. Well, keep keep it up. Thank you, guys. I, I appreciate it. I'm excited about the new venture. You know, Broken Away created a modern media company with the Fire Pit Collective, partly with Alan Shipman. We got a lot of big announcements coming. We got the Fire Pit podcast, uh, which I, I'm pretty sure Bob Cast is at the top of my list um, to have on and tell some, tell some of the stories that he has. So I'm looking forward to all of it. I appreciate this opportunity to talk golf, and I hope to see, I hope to tee it up with you guys soon. Come on down to Go Hill Park. Let's do it. We will do it. And yeah, fire! Sounds you couldn't have, you couldn't have come up with a better name. I mean, I'm a massive fan of Fire Pits as well. So the Fire Pit Collective is beautiful. And uh, like I said, you're doing a great job. Keep it up. We'll we'll have you on again and continue uh, the good work. Thanks, guys. Take care. Talk soon. You got it. Matt Janella joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Boom. There you go. You want it? You got it. Uh, Matt delivered, as he always does. We'll take a short break. More of the show coming up next. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. I started Folds of Honor above my garage 13 years ago. 
because 90% of spouses and children of killed or disabled U.S. service members receive no federal education assistance. Our mission has never wavered. We honor their sacrifices by educating their legacy. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to you, I will be a construction engineer. An elementary school teacher. Thank you for helping me fulfill my dream of going to med school. We're able to award these scholarships because patriots like you refuse to turn your back on the cost of freedom. Join the Folds of Honor squadron today. Your $13 a month will help ensure we never turn military families away. This is your call to duty. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to people like you, I know my dad is not forgotten. Those who know love heading to St. George, Utah for year-round fun, especially golf. But where to stay is always a challenge, and getting a tee time can be tough. What if there was a Scottsdale-style golf resort in St. George where you can stay and play? And what if you could own your own residence there? Well, now there is. Introducing Black Desert Resort at Entrada. The second and final chapter of the Entrada Vision offers a full community with exceptional amenities from residential villages, hiking trails through preserved lava flows, spa, world-class dining and shopping, and a Tom Weiskopf Championship Golf Course. It's literally an outdoor paradise that will strengthen family bonds and make lifelong memories. That's life at Black Desert. Find out how you can stake your claim at blackdesertresort.com blackdesertresort.com exclusive real estate opportunities are available now black desert resort at entrada unlike anything you've experienced before to get your highest performing tour ball you need to build it with the highest quality to get the highest quality you need to pass more than 150 consistency checkpoints And to guarantee your tour ball has a more centered core, you need unique 3D X-ray. That's why one tour ball is more centered than another. And it might not be who you'd think. ChromeSoft. This ball really does change everything. Now, back to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper on Real Golf Radio. Real Golf Radio. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you here on Real Golf Radio. Thanks so much again to Matt Janella for inspiring us and giving us some good insight there on buddy trips and great destinations for golf and really the shifting of golf, right? The having fun with golf. Well, and you can tell that he's passionate about it. I mean, he gave us he gave us so many courses and so many areas that you can go visit as uh, as a group, um, as friends, that kind of thing. And it's it's he's he was definitely passionate about it. Uh, when we're doing our American Dunes trip in July, I was planning to head straight up to Arcadia Bluffs. I, we're going to do an Arcadia Bluffs, but we're going to we're going to go to Forest Dunes and play that Weisskopf well, course. I was going to say, did you write that one down? I did absolutely. Yeah. we got to go play yeah. that one and the little short course they have there. I'm really excited. Yeah. That that's yeah. the key, right? All those little fun aspects, the putting courses, the short yeah. courses, because his comments spot on. At yep. some point, 36 every single day does not sound fun. And even if it do, even if it still sounds fun, it might not feel fun by the time you're right. done with that after after a particular day, right? So, uh, bruised toenails and all. Oh, jeez, come on, man! Especially in those places where you're walking. Uh, yeah, speaking of walking, exactly. let's bring him in. 
There are bag rats. And then there are caddies. Baby. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio. Yeah, Caddy joins us every week right here on Real Golf Radio. This Open's been being played for, God, probably going on 20 years now. I think we can confirm is that he is real, though. I mean, he's been on with us yes, long enough. Is. Yeah, right. So, hey, hey yep. Caddy, you're real enough, huh? I estimated during my Caddy career that every year I walk the equivalent of walking from Denver, Colorado to Washington, D.C. with a 35-pound golf bag on my shoulder, picking it up and setting it down thousands of times along the way. Wow. Every, that now, would be an I annual? In, yeah. Okay. About 15, 15 to 1,700 miles is what I figured I did every year walking. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's a lot it's of a walking. Lot. It is. And what you what were you going to say? Now you sit there and what? <laughs> now <laughs> I sit in my chair and I eat 1,500 bags of Doritos every year. <laughs> And it's had, I've noticed physical changes. Um, it could have, there could be a correlation there. Um, causation, perhaps. I think causation, we could probably go there. Anyway. I did come across uh, some of the photos of you online the other day from your caddy days. And, you know, you, you weren't. You don't recognize me, dude. I, I was, I was, yeah. You weren't much there. larger than your player. And your player was small in stature. So, um, yeah. Well, I was definitely taller than my player. Well, actually, when I worked, my the one guy I worked for was taller than me and and leaner than me, for sure. But yes, you know, we all look back and anyway. I, I'll just say, look, like, this is the nice way to say it. You've just grown into your calves, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can relate, Caddy. I can relate. We're not we're not having fun at your expense. Well, kind of, uh, so. yes, sir. All right, so so today's. Sorry. By the way, have you ever seen, if you think Phil Mickelson's got impressive calves, you know, he's always showing off his calves. Fred Couples is the one who's got the calves. Really? But nobody knows this. Nobody knows this because you never see Freddie in shorts. I was just going to say, I don't know that I've ever seen him in a pair of shorts. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Insights only the caddy can provide. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we've been having some fun. We just got done with Matt Janella talking about buddy trips. Uh, he gave us some great insight about some of the places, some of the ingredients that come along with it. And, and one of the things that stood out to me, Caddy, is the fact that he said, look, if you're building a golf course today and you don't have a putting course or you don't have a short course, you, don't, you haven't thought about the routing where you can get out and play four or six holes and not have to play a full 18, you're completely missing the boat because the one thing that we have learned from Bandon Dunes and some of these other places is – you know, golfers are seeking out the fun. You got to have the hang. You got to have the golf, but you got to have the fun involved with it. Uh, what, what, when you hear that, what what comes to mind for you? And what are some places that you've been to that kind of meet that description? Well, Bandon definitely has a pretty cool thing with the putting course. Pinehurst has an amazing one. It's just huge. Um, so those are the two that come to mind right off the bat. I think Berkeley Hall has a cool one, as I recall, in South Carolina. Um, could, could have that wrong, but I, you know, it all, it all mixes together. Uh, but yeah, I, I like I like what he said. I agree. It's um, you, you know, you think about what do we love to do when we go 
have those little golf trips or something. You you want to you want to play golf on a nice course, and you want to you know it's a it's for for us the three of us three Mouseketeers here. It the food has a lot to do with it. Yeah, there's no yeah. question the dinner is a big deal, right? You you gotta mm-hmm. you gotta get the right dinner for us. Um, but yeah, the putting course is great, especially if you have a group of six eight people or whatever. You kind of get a little competition thing going. So that, that's a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah. And I, what a ter- I feel really bad for Matt Janella. What an awful job he's had. <laughs> I just feel terrible for him. You know, you got to just sympathize for a guy like that. Are you telling me he's, his job one-ups a caddy? I'll tell you what. That job's crazy good. That, it may. That may be better. You don't have the same experiences of that's, I mean, gosh, it's, it's, it's hard to throw those two, you know, which one would you rather do? How about both? How about caddying? And when my off week, I'll do his job. <laughs> yeah. That'd be pretty good. Wouldn't it? <laughs> well, you think, look, it's, it's like anything else though. We think it's that great, but until you do it, you know, imagine, imagine the struggles having to go to these great resorts and uh, all the time. I mean, it's just, it's got to get old. It's got to just get old. Well, you know, there's a different set, set of uh, uh, stressors with with something like that, you know, having timelines and uh, making mm-hmm. sure you get the right shots and all that kind of stuff. You yeah, know, Caddy, yeah. Caddy, all you have to do is show up and give a good yardage. That's and, it. And, and show up and, and work for the right player. That's the main thing. <laughs> yeah, just right. Just make sure you're caddying for the right player. That's all. That's it. That's all you got to do. Just get the right guy at the right time. So I mm-hmm. I played golf this week with Scott Frogley. I don't know if you remember that name, Caddy. Scott Frogley. I'm not sure I do. Okay. He was in Cancun with us. That's where I was going. I I, I think that that actually was in in the reptile part of my brain when you said that. <laughs> so that's interesting. I think I met him when we registered and we were getting our shirt or whatever we were getting. I seem to remember meeting him there. And if I'm correct, he was kind of a taller, leaner person, but I, yep. you know, maybe I'm wrong. There you go. That's correct. He's always <clears> been <throat> really fit. And uh, we have a picture. I, yep. I, I actually pulled up the picture of the four of us uh, there at the, the Ibero Star Grand down in Playa yeah. del Carmen, standing in front of the pool, oh. the picture we took. Yeah, so uh, that'll be posted on our on our Instagram page, Real Golf Radio, if you want to check that out. A little memory. That was our that was one of my favorite buddy trips that we did, mostly because yep. it involved you. We, we've had, you know, just a, an occasion uh, to play golf with you uh, at different times. The other one was, in, of course, Colorado Springs at the Broadmoor. Those are two of some of my favorite memories of, of golf. And, and then Wingfoot. And oh well, uh, Wingfoot, and actually now that you mention it, Country Club in North Carolina, we actually did. Never mind, we Olympic played a lot Club. of great play. Olymp- <laughs> Olympic, Olympic, yeah. Oh, oh, oh and yeah. by the way, Olympic. Oh, <laughs> we had some good Olympic, buddy you know, with the kids. Coming in, sit there. I mean, you know. <laughs> look, at, look at me trying to throw the hey you know it was just nice to have occasion to play and then we start throwing out okay maybe we maybe over 20 years we've had we played more golf than i remember <laughs> front nine at alpine come on that's right front nine at alpine country club and let's not forget where where'd we play up in park city that was just awesome what was that course we played up there we played red ledges up there. yeah red well not not just red ledges though there was that other one too we played that was really cool what was that uh, i'm so bad with the names 
I forget where else yeah, we played we, up we, there. We may we have played two forays. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was a private club, but it, I don't think it had opened for that long because the clubhouse hadn't been built yet when we got there. Is that victory? And it was – I don't think it was victory. It, it may have been. Could have been too, hey. Yeah, it could have been too, hey. Hmm. Anyway, yeah. we've had plenty of these experiences, so, so many that we, we – And we need to have more, you know, Caddy. We need to have more. We do. We do. Oh, he, you well, know, if you guys would just quit working so hard all the time and, you know, make an effort to get together with, with me. Right, I mean, right, right. <clears throat> you, know what, you know what Matt said? He, he said when we go to San Diego, we need to go play Goat Hill. He said that's just one of the funnest times you'll ever have. So we need to plan a trip and go Hill. do that. What's that? I've heard of I've heard of Goat Hill. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very cool. Well, All right, real quick, Caddy, we got two minutes left. The other part of our discussion today was on handicaps. I know you've been around professional golf most of your life, and so you know they don't deal with the handicaps, but you do play in those occasional pro ams. Um, it we we're just reminding people: look at the beginning of competition season, post your scores, keep an honest handicap. It makes it fair for everybody. Um, what when the the pro am, especially Pebble Beach. It seems that the am pro the the the, the pro ams of the winners seem to always come in question. I, maybe it's just from the top down. Any amateur event involving handicaps, someone's always going to raise an eyebrow or two when someone plays well. But uh, any any stories uh, or commentary around that theme? Well, I have a saying, and that is, if if the competition isn't conducted at gross, it's going to end up being gross. <laughs> So that's what happens. Look, uh, complaining about somebody's handicap is kind of like complaining about politics. It's just how things work in life. You're mm-hmm. going to do it no matter what happens. Um, but hey, yeah, you got you got people who fudge it this way or fudge it that way. You know, you got the guy who wants to win the the competition, so he's maybe not not putting in his best scores, and then you, you got the guy who thinks he's a plus three. So he kind of makes himself a plus three when he's really a two. Yeah, you got those guys. So kind of you're you're sort of the glamour cap, one or the other. Yeah, I mean, there's eh, just like everything else in life. Yeah, it's like everything else in life. Yeah, people tend to. But look, um, I think what happens a lot in golf is a lot of people who are decent at golf (laughs) think they're a lot better than they are most of the time until they finally realize because golf will let. That's the great thing about golf. I'm not sure there's a more humbling game than golf. Now, maybe getting run over by Bo Jackson at the line of scrimmage is more humbling than golf. But, <laughs> wow. but most of us don't do that. Um, but I mean, for everybody, you think about the worst shot for a tour pro who's one of the best players in the world. It's that bad, right? It's that bad. It's so bad for the, the guys at their best. And, yeah, golf, golf just – I think that's one thing that's great about it is it, it brings you it brings you to where you are and it's reality and it's, it's you're gonna have to face it sooner or later <laughs> i love Phil, it philosophical <laughs> well he's going really deep there right at the end of the show right at the end of our segment <laughs> with that with that we're gonna go ponder in this next three minute break caddy you're the best man good to be with you let's go play somewhere again I was I did hit golf balls yesterday. That's probably where all this came from. All right, thank you, gentlemen. There you go. That's the caddy right here on Real Golf Radio. We'll wrap up the show next. Thanks for joining us. Brian and Bob with you here on Real Golf Radio.
Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried & Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried & Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. Hotel Park City, along with the spa and Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, are open. Parents were tired, forced into homeschooling, juggling work at home and kids at home. Well, take a staycation and escape to Hotel Park City. The pool's open, fitness center, bandanas grill, Ruth's Chris, the spa, and the golf course. From suites and the cottages that offer private hot tubs on the balcony and three fireplaces, you got to get away. To Hotel Park City, call 435 940 5077. That's 435 940 5077 for reservations today. 2020 has been a lesson in the unexpected, but the real estate market has adapted to the new normal. I'm Bob Casper from Real Golf Radio and the Casby Real Estate Group. With trends we've seen and the COVID vaccine, it helps us to make predictions for 2021. So here's what you can expect. Interest rates will continue to be low. Home values and prices will continue to rise for now. And there's going to be more new construction. No one can predict the future, but we have the experience to develop a unique plan just for you. So let's talk. Send an email to Bob at Casby. CasbyRealEstate.com. That's Bob at K-A-S-B-Y RealEstate.com. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. Temperatures are rising, and you know what that means. It's time to turn your water on your sprinklers. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate the golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back. Thanks so much to the caddy for Matt Janella joining us uh, this uh, second hour. Of course, in hour number one, you heard from Thomas Pagel from the USGA talking about handicaps. We talked buddy trips. We talked about, well, kind of a, the caddy segments almost turned into a Seinfeld episode, Bob. It's kind of a show yeah. about nothing. But we have a good time, and it's entertaining, and we enjoy it. Oh, yeah. We were laughing today, weren't we? <laughs> I, I thought that was awesome. I started throwing out courses where we played together, Cancun and, and uh, you know, in Colorado and stuff. And then, and then we started throwing out more and more, and then we just started laughing because uh, we have actually played some really nice places together. We've been fortunate. We're not, maybe yeah. not Matt Janela's status, but we have checked off some nice bucket list places. 
yep. around this uh, country and this game of golf for sure. Hey, again, just on a serious note, uh, take the handicap process seriously. A little public service announcement. Go to USGA.org. Click on handicap. It'll go through all the rules. Uh, that We talked about some of them, but you really want to know what it is that, that you need to do, like how many strokes you can take on a hole, and what if you don't finish a nine holes or 18 holes. There, there are provisions there for you. So uh, be sure to check that out. Keep an honest handicap. That's the way we can all enjoy this game. And, you know, it's just the right thing to do. And we want to maintain that integrity throughout this this great game of ours. Well, Bob, uh, we've got Valspar wrapping up this weekend. PGA Championship previews coming up here. Uh, we've got a lot of great things happening. Thanks for tuning into the show. Dave Glauser does a great job producing every single week. He's Bob Casper. I'm Brian Taylor. We'll be bringing you more Real Golf Radio coming up next week. And uh, enjoy the weekend. Happy May. Thanks for listening to Brian and Bob on Real Golf Radio. Join us on Twitter at Real Golf or on our website at realgolfradio.com. It's been real. Hi, this is Jay Ritchie, the co-host of Tee to Green, the golf show, the show by golfers for golfers. Be sure to join us every Sunday morning at 7 a.m. Pacific time when we talk golf in Colorado Springs, Colorado, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network.